Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Fish Fry Podcast. I am your dad host, Bobby. And I'm Oliver. And today we are bringing you a very special interview with the one, the only, Cam Cam Hurt. Hurt. And Cam is a pretty funny guy. He makes a lot of funny videos online, and he is very funny in this episode. And very into fish. He is very into the fish, as they say. So let me tell you about Cam. Cam lists himself as a pratfall comedian, an improviser, a fish video guy, and the host of the Best Show Ever podcast, which if you're not listening to the Best Show Ever, as of this recording, he's released season one. I know he's said he's working on season two. It's a really great listen. Lots of fun interviews and conversations on there. Um, we talk about a pretty great show. We'll get into that in the episode and I have to have to be honest with everyone. We've we finished recording. I hit the stop recording button, and we were going to chat for just a minute and just kind of thank him for being on, and mm-hmm. you know, connect a little bit more. And somehow my finger just got click happy, and I ended the meeting. Just <laughs> cut him off. I was dying and with laughter. Oliver was dying with laughter. And I was going. I to was just... I was dying with embarrassment. Yeah, and like because we were like, "Thanks for joining us, Cam." Boom. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Meeting's over. You're done. And then whenever you tried to call him back, he wouldn't answer until yeah, no. finally. Until I was like, send him an email. I was like, please jump back on for just a minute. I am so sorry. My finger just kept clicking. <laughs> And he, he got back on. I apologized. It was great. And honestly, this is a really great, really fun interview. So we hope you enjoy it. what else, Oliver? Come surrender to the flow with us. Well, welcome to the show, Cam. Thanks we, for having me, guys. We are pumped to have you. I've followed you longer than Oliver has, just simply because I have social media and I'm an adult. Yeah, right. Um, but you're actually our third interview on season two of fish fry and we could not be more wow. so i was telling oliver a little bit about you that was like he's young like he's really funny he makes really funny like jam band like videos i'm not sure you'd understand some of them just because <laughs> we're new in this jam band world right mm-hmm. but was i wrong he's funny he's young yeah but anyway, we are we are very pumped to have you here with us. Whoever's like, we'll see if he's funny. Yeah, audience is still out. He's he's a pretty tough critic. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, he's <laughs> spent the morning here playing uh, Minecraft and Roblox, so he's he's coming down from from all. That. Of course, of course. <laughs> but we're pumped to have you, and we have a few questions we want to ask you before we start talking about your favorite show. So I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself outside of fish. Yeah, so I'm a comedian and I live in LA. Um, I was formerly based out of Chicago um, from like 2015 to 2021. Um, And I did like Second City and like the improv sort of world of comedy. And so that's a little more like on stage, you know, making up stuff on the spot, doing that sort of like a little more acting um did that in chicago moved out here right after the pandemic uh because i was like i want to be in the sun now (laughs) um and so i I live in silver lake with my girlfriend and our cat um banks 
who we call Stink. Um, and he might even make an appearance in this episode. He usually likes to pop in for the interviews. And so you never know. You might even see him. But but yeah, I'm out here doing the comedy thing. And then now that the uh, the acting strike is over, I'll be doing the acting thing as well. Love it. That's so. awesome. That's great. Yeah. Sunny L.A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our... Our dog has has wandered back here, so she loves flippers, and she's gonna be trying to get. Close. Yeah, so she'll probably try to be. You might hear her around back here, but we'll I, get her thoughts on stuff too. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll we'll see. What she's yeah. Don't don't hate on Penny because Penny has listened to just as much fish as we have, and she's big. <laughs> she'll let her out. Oh okay. That's what she's looking at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Penny. Yeah, let's get Penny outside. Let her rest <laughs> the family. Okay. How did you get into music? <clears throat> so music is uh that's straight from my parents. They they had a big red chest um, in our house that was full of CDs uh, that they had amassed over the years. And I would just go through there and pull out CDs that they had. And some of them, they were like, we don't even listen to that. I don't even know what you're pulling out. But it was either out of that red chest of CDs or in their car on the way to school or like on road trips. I mean, I can like think of certain road trips and they're linked directly to you know, the whatever album we were kind of getting through on that road trip. And so, you know, they're big like Rush fans and like they love The Who and the Allman Brothers and Pink Floyd and that stuff and the Beatles. And so, yeah, I feel like I was like getting dropped off at school with like Yes albums playing and like that kind of stuff, you know. Um, and they're, they're restaurant people. They own, a, they own a restaurant. They own a pizza place. And so it's, they're not like music. Uh, they're not in the music industry. They don't play they're just fans and they have great taste That's um awesome. like i'm sure your dad probably has great taste oliver think so mm-hmm. i'll try to but I, I mean it all comes from my parents too like my dad huge music fan i did the same thing but most of mine were 45s lps you know just surf through and be like hey dad let's listen to this one he goes oh i haven't listened to that one in a while we put it on you know a lot of southern rock a lot of um Grateful Dead? No, he was never Grateful Dead. Kind of wished he was. Same. Kind of wished. My parents were a little more Almond Brothers than Grateful Dead. I think they didn't, they weren't like fully attached to that scene. And I feel like it was a little bit more of a, like, yeah, you had to identify with the scene to be a part of it. And they, my dad was a little more of a rocker, you know? (laughs) They love the Carpenters. Big fans. My parents are of the Carpenters. Nice. So, got to Nice. But Allman Brothers, Doobie Brothers, oh, yeah, Journey, like a lot of those kind of like big rock, southern rock, of course, Skinner. Yeah, I mean, he like, yeah, like, duh. But never like big fan of Queen, yeah. but always appreciated the music because they were hard to beat. So, how did you feel? Oliver, does your, Go ahead, oh, no. sorry, Oliver, does your dad also, this is what my dad did growing up, he knew every member of every band. And so he'd be like, we'd put an album on. He's like, you know, this guy's this got a the bass guy from the Who, and this has got this, you know, like, you know, like every. Does your does your dad like know all the members? Yeah, the majority. Yeah, some like <laughs> songs he doesn't know or bands, but if it's anything jam 
or like Grateful Dead, he'll probably know anything, anybody. <laughs> I'm, I, feel like I'm, I feel like, thank you. I, I appreciate that. But I feel like <laughs> Grateful Dead, it's still brand new to me. Yeah. But we're, we're getting there. Yeah. But there's, there. my favorite thing to do is we'll just like listen to the radio or put something on and the kids are listening to the backseat. Like, all right, who sings it? Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. They take guesses and then I'd be like, okay. Elvis you, Presley. Yeah. Or can you, now can you tell yeah. me the year? Can you give me a year? And that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I love that. That's, that's so much fun. And we got good at it. Oh, yeah. And look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> right. So how did you first learn about fish? Because you said your parents weren't really in the scene that much. So like, how did you first find out about them? So like I said, my, my folks had a, a restaurant and they, it was a pizza place. And my dad was also a football coach at the same time. And he employed like everybody who was on the football team. It was all like <laughs> the high school guys, you know, the, the second locker room was basically like the pizza store. And so, and those guys, a lot of them were big fish fans. And so they'd be playing it in the kitchen and they'd be playing it in their cars when they were delivering pizzas, like pulling up from their deliveries, like listening to tweezer and so that was like a little like osmosis growing up and then my my older brother um he moved in from out of town um because he was living in iowa and he was kind of the same age as all these guys who were working in the kitchen and so he jumped in on that and he was like kind of educating me on what we were hearing in the kitchen he's like you gotta like listen to this listen to that listen to every tweezer ever you know and he had like the lime wire um, Oliver, you're not going to know about LimeWire, but he had LimeWire on our computer and he would just download like every year, you know, a fish and you could just like go through all of 97 or all of, you know, anything you wanted really. Um, and we ruin our desktop computer at home on the LimeWire, <laughs> listening to fish. Um, but that's kind of where I got like my education of fish it was like my older brother and then all of his buddies that were working in that kitchen. That's cool. Yeah, same with Walt. Yeah. He well, goes like, you should listen to this song by Morgan Wallen. Yeah. And then we we all don't really want to listen to it, but then he just plays it on his radio and we just hear it and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it's mean, pretty good. That's kind of how, I feel like that's how it's always been. Like your older sibling or someone like an older friend or, you know, they find something, they bring it to you and you, that's how you, yeah. that's how you discover it's new stuff. different than younger ones. Not always. <laughs> But, but there were times when, like, my younger sister, Aunt Molly, would should be like, "Hey, have you heard this band?" And I hadn't, or they weren't you on my like radar. Uh, sometimes okay. she's real like she liked a lot of emo stuff, which emo. wasn't which wasn't really my total jam. But okay. that's how you learn. So my my little brother brings me stuff all the time. My little brother is four years younger than me, and he's got. A great music taste and so you know when i was in high school i liked a lot of like pop punk stuff you know that's like when all time low is popular and like fallout boy and you know blink and so i'm like really into that stuff and my little brother was a little like <laughs> he liked i kind of liked it but like not not so much and so um and he he's like nowadays got way deeper musical tastes than i do and he shows me stuff all the time so I got it from my older brother, and now I get it from my my younger brother. You just sit there in that creamy goodness of the musical Oreo. That's that's right. Yep. Just take it all in, claim it as mine. 
So how many times did y'all get complaints that a pizza was late because someone had to finish a jam on a delivery? <laughs> and like, I, I got to take this pizza in, but this tweezer's too good. Yeah, they're like, you're you're forgetting parts of the order because you're trying to get back to your car and finish up a tweezer. You got to, don't forget the salad and the chocolate cake, okay? Because <laughs> you got to get back to your car and finish up the, you know, cypress sand or whatever it is, you know? the tweezer they just go into a whole nother show that's right yeah and then they yeah. just <laughs> oh i can't turn it off right so what was your first fish show like what was your first live experience with fish so with with seeing them so young you would have thought that i would have or with hearing them so young you would have thought that i saw them young but i didn't see them until i was out of college um in 2018 in chicago um i was yeah you know went through college and didn't ever have a group of buddies that wanted to see them and then um you know i'm i'm in chicago doing the comedy thing and i'm meeting some people who are fish fans and they're like man we talk about fish so much and you've never even seen a show it was like they like couldn't believe it and so and i was a little embarrassed to tell them that and so they took me to um i think it's the the friday show of that 10 26 2018 run it's either 1026 or 1028 one of those days and it was um just, like just an incredible show i mean and we had to leave it early um because i was hosting a midnight comedy show in the city and the all-state arena sits like kind of in the suburbs of chicago and so we had to like hightail it back into the city and i remember leaving you know being like I i'm so sorry that we have to leave and i was like you know, apologizing profusely. And the two guys who I went with, they've seen like hundreds of shows and they were like, it's all good. You know, we're, we're going back tomorrow night and we're going to see him a hundred more times. It's all good. And I was like, in my mind, we were leaving the best show that had ever sure. happened <laughs> ever, you know? I totally understand that. I think, yeah. I think when you've listened like that for so long, the your first show you know, you do have that attendance bias. Like, it's like, this has to be everyone's favorite show. Like, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, I, what do you mean you don't like the show? This is this is the best one. Top three ever, ever, yeah. all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number one, even though I haven't even listened. I've been <laughs> to the other concert. This one replaces Yeah. It. Yeah. It even. Yeah. Dozen. That's right. All other shows. Mm -hmm. Throw them out the window. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> They're gone. This yeah. is the one. Amsterdam. It's got to be second. Oh yeah, you could put Amsterdam second to whatever your first show is. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. So you said you had to leave a little bit early, but what do you remember most about that show? It could be anything about it. Whole experience. So I knew. It's not like I went in. And not knowing the songs. I mean, I knew Fish songs and I knew what I was hearing. And, you know, they played some covers that I knew that they would play. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, my God. You know, I I knew generally what a Fish set would look like. But it was specifically Trey. Um, I mean, not to take away anything from anybody else in the band. They are like the best organism that's ever existed on stage, I think. But he, he just... Um, the the joy in what he's doing was like so deep deeply inspirational to me at that show i mean he was having so much fun and there was like such a big smile on his face we were on the floor for it and so 
you're decently close, but you could just, people were so locked in on him and he was just having a blast. Um, and I, yeah, I was just like, so drawn to that, you know, starting to perform myself probably had been performing for like three years. And I was like, man, I want to have fun. Like that guy has fun. I've never seen anyone have fun like that before. You know, it was crazy. I I think it's crazy to that point that, I mean, here we are, what, five years later, and they're still having fun. Like, yeah, I'm still listening to some of this fall run, going back to it from 23. And it's like, I'm not watching it, but I'm listening. And you can tell they're just, they're still having fun. And they're 40 years in to playing, you know, some of the same songs for 40 years. And it's still fun to them every night. Yeah. Even like the ones that you don't really remember. Yeah. Like Bathtub Gin. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Even some of these songs that are like super wordy like that. Oh, yeah. They still nail it and they still have fun. And even when they don't nail it, you can still tell they're having fun and laugh at each other. Yeah. That's fun. One thing that I like. Yeah. And I, I... yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, no, Oliver, go for it. One thing that I like about the band is they're always fun and they're always keeping up the joy and they like Megan said uh they always care about what the crowd thinks and if they don't like it then they do into something else you probably yeah they, they feed the energy yeah. off the crowd yeah for sure I definitely yeah do. I mean I I feel like a lot of my first concerts when I was your age Oliver were like bands that were my dad's favorite you know like i saw like queen or you know um rush a bunch of times or like up some and you know those guys are older like you know fish is getting close to 60 they're older guys you know so and sometimes you would go see those acts and you could tell they were kind of just like rolling it out they were rolling out the song singing it getting done with it moving on to the next one um and it, it could it they don't even really care if we're there or not. And Fish is like the polar opposite of that. They're like so engaged with the crowd. And they're, ha- I mean, you, you'd think they just started playing the song today. And it's like a song they've played for 40 years. Yeah, it's crazy. I couldn't agree more. What is your favorite Fish show? That, I, that I've been to or that um, I listen to? We'll do both. So whichever one you want to start with. So it's it's very hard to pick. Um That's super hard question. And 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 as far as like shows I've listened to, that's really hard to pick. I've listened to, you know, you and you guys like you and I, Oliver, we can listen to every single show ever all the time whenever we want to. So you can pull up any show ever, and it's really hard to pick. But um I think that possibly uh 62294 the um that's a show that's just got i feel like everything that you could ever want out of a fish show um they they're like ripping really hard in that time in 94 like Trey is just playing as fast as he ever played you know he's like um in his prime in that way um and they have so much fun in that show and they you know, there's an iculus where they start talking about the NBA finals that are going on and um they play that simple with the catapult back into the simple which is just like a perfect perfect pairing um yeah i mean that show is just like top tier straight all the way through (laughs) you know we are making notes and we will definitely be checking that one out so yeah dude 
So what is your favorite show you attended? Favorite show I ever attended, and this is also very difficult, a lot of times I'll say 7-19, um, which is the Alpine, um, you know, Iculus, and they they play the Yem, and they do a 36-minute Ruby Waves, and that is the one I say a lot. Um, but I think I've I've sat with it for long enough, and I think I can uh, say that this this show is my favorite ever. Eight six twenty one. Um, this is at uh, Ruoff Mortgage Center Park, which is uh, formerly Deer Creek in Indiana. Um, this is a show that I had tickets to for two years because we bought tickets in twenty twenty uh-huh. when the pandemic happened. Um, and so I had the ticket stub that said the 2020 date on it. And then we got new ticket stubs that said 2021 on it. Um, and they had been back for a little while. They started their, they started 2021 in Alabama. Yep. Um, and we really wanted to get down there for that show, for the first show back from COVID. But this, this was our first show back from COVID. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was the Friday show of a three day weekend we we got a, a really cool Airbnb on a lake, uh, like not far away. Uh, that just felt like a you know a cabin in the middle of nowhere, a very fishy sort of a a vibe to the whole weekend, really. Um, and we get to that show, and we're just like so excited. Yeah. There's that like that you've had those tickets for ever, you know, <laughs> and you're just like you can't wait. The anticipation was crazy. Um, and they were, it was a 7 p.m. start and they didn't come out until like 8.30 I mean, or like 8.15. It was like the wait was like forever, forever, forever. It's like, please just come out and play this show. We're so excited. And they open with a, a Carini, which in and of itself is a crazy opener to receive while it's still daylight outside. You know, it's an outdoor venue. It's like, what is happening and then, I mean, this, they ended up opening the show with like one of my favorite Carinis ever. It's like so blissful, so positive, so like, you know, just deeply, deeply nice. And it just felt like they're back, we're back, we're back at a concert, we're back with normal life, yeah. you know, super, super cool moment. I can't imagine, imagine having tickets to a show that because the world shuts down, you have to wait. And then you're like... <laughs> Are they ever going to come back? Like there was so many unknowns during that that time. Yeah, and then you get new new ticket stubs, so like actual paper tickets, not like digital tickets. Yeah. And they got a new date. You, like I can't imagine that anticipation. So when we went this past summer, I bought the tickets when they announced the tour in February, and I had yeah. February until July, and he didn't find out until his birthday the day before we went. So it was like That's everything cool. I could do not to spill the beans early. I I could be excited about it like when he's not with me. But beyond that, it was like, I am so excited. He's going to be so excited. So, But to have him for two years, I can't imagine that anticipation showing up to a show. But the crazy thing was, whenever it was right behind, right after my birthday, and uh, we got to meet Trey. That was what? What? <laughs> yeah. We did. How did that happen? So, where we parked, it's a great venue, brand new venue. Been, I think they're they just finished their second season of yeah. 
we parked behind it because of the crowd and because of where they had shakedown street coming up from behind the venue i could see all the the semis and the tour buses and i was like no Oliver, look over there like that's where all the stuff is that's where the the band hangs out like so those are like their buses so i was just walking forward like not paying attention to the gate and my dad just sees somebody that looks like trey and he's like and somebody walking beside him and he's like carrying a guitar and he's like oliver oliver is that trey and so we just look <laughs> and then uh i wave at him and then he like pulls us over to the gate and we, I, we just give him a handshake and talk to him for a little bit yeah and then we oh. Walking and, then, and then we nearly passed out. And because, then, uh, yeah. <laughs> then they uh, mentioned us in our story whenever we were yep. doing that. So it was, yep. and it was my first show. Based so. on Instagram, shared our story. It was, I told him, I, and we've said this several times in life, but you, you've peaked. It's your first fish show <clears> just after your birthday. You meet Trey, fish on Instagram, shares our story. Like it's all downhill from here. <laughs> you're yeah i was gonna say i think you you saved yourself a lot of money because a lot of people spend a lot of money on tickets for a long time trying to have an experience like that and you did it first try so you're you're good that's it, was, it. like it was it's still crazy to think about but there was a couple behind us walking and like we're over there shaking trey's hand and then it was just super brief it was just like you know thanks for coming to alabama he was like thanks for coming to the show we're like we're so excited and then the couple behind us was like, that doesn't happen. And like they they didn't weren't making any effort to get over there, but they were just like, This doesn't happen, guys. Like this is yeah, this is big. And so we were pumped. Pumped to say the least. It doesn't happen. They do such a good job of keeping those guys away from crowds and you know, away from uh crazy people and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that's a cool, super cool moment to have. Nice, man. Yeah. So, Let's talk about your show, August 6th, okay. 2021. You sent this to me yesterday, and I yep. drove in. And this Karini is probably one of one of my new favorites. Now, I'm not super well-versed in all of Live Fish, but like you said, this one is a very blissful Karini, which most yeah. of the, the meme is Karini is this dark, scary, like evil fish thing but this one like it does it, it carries like a lot of bliss with it it's almost like it's almost too pretty to stay in Karini, if that makes any sense the way i get it yeah like it, well the the song placement of in and of itself felt like such a weird it, like you're opening up the night with Karini. Uh, and like it, the sun is out and it's like a beautiful day and it, you're in Indiana. It's like kind of in a cornfield. And all of a sudden it's like, like, oh, like this doesn't feel evil at all out here. This feels like a really nice day. And then the jam kind of matches the moment. And I feel it's just a cool juxtaposition that I feel like they end up playing with a lot over the next like two years. You know, when they we were just talking about Berkeley before we started recording that the Karini at the beginning of that weekend too of this spring is like also very blissful and it's dedicated to you know the the guy that passed away the naked dude but I yeah I, I think it's cool and they take these like evil songs and then make them you know happy and joyful and blissful or take like a you know something that's a little more we'll, we'll talk about it later they take simple and then just turn that into the most evil jam I've ever gotten to see so you know. Quality. That's right. 
Reverse psychology. I like that. But I mean, they go from <laughs> the Wolfman's, which I thought was a great little transition. Oliver hasn't listened to it, yeah. so he may not have as much to say. Just so everyone's aware. I know Wolfman. You're in for it. You're in for a treat, Oliver. Whenever you listen to it, it's a good one. You didn't get a chance to listen to this show. Yeah, but um, Wolfman's and then Into Sand, which I really enjoyed as well. Long yeah. Long, which one of Oliver's favorites. Mm -hmm. We came to outlive our brains. Have you heard that one? No idea. It's a good one. It's it's pretty. We good. call that one. We call that one whack tube. That's a little. I've I've heard I've heard it called whack tube, and now that's how I always. We I, are come to outlive our brains. Whack tube. Oh yeah. Like that's it. so. Love a whack tube in there. Follow it up with the tube. Yeah, a whack well, tube too. Whack. <laughs> and then Nelly Kane. Have you heard that one? Yep. You've heard Nelly King? A little bluegrass action. Horn. I I don't know what it is about Horn, but every time I've heard it, it just... It's so good. I don't know that... I can't yeah. express the emotion that I get. Like, it's like, makes me happy, and it gives like a... Rock vibe. Yeah, definitely. It's city vibes. Okay. To me, to me, it gives me city vibes. Interesting. Most of their songs... Yeah. What do you mean city vibes? Because you've said that a couple of times. Like cars, truck, and buses. Okay. It just give me like cars passing by and you're just on the sidewalk. Okay. And, and like looking up at skyscrapers and stuff. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah. That's that's what I thought you meant by city vibes, yeah. but I'm glad to know. That's yeah. yeah okay. I get that. Horn. Yeah, yeah. And then rift. It is great. <laughs> so there is a and this rift there was a couple right in front of us and they had been on the whole tour and these were like barefoot chilling out you know hitchhiking in between shows yeah these these people are doing the thing you know and we become friends with them you know pretty much right away during the show we were high-fiving about songs and stuff and the the riff starts and we just got into this absolute hoedown with them i mean like hooking arms like skipping around on the hill and it's a big grass hill and you know, every time I, I, you know, when I was listening back through the show, listening to that, I was like, you're right. You just meet random. I, I'll never, I don't know if I'll ever see those people again, but we, we had a blaster in this rift. One <laughs> chance. What's all the in the field in Indiana? I kind of hope you do meet back up with them, though. And I hope yeah, me too. I hope you'll have that bonding moment again where they're like, hey, didn't we do a hoedown in Rift with you guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Wedge. I love The Wedge. You like that one too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Walls of the Cave, which we've listened to recently. Mm -hmm. And we're recording our studio stuff. Second set to me is... Yeah. They open with ACDC back. Yeah, and it's... it's so I mean, man. Like it's five minutes, which for any other band, five minutes is like this song has gone on too long. And ACDC bag that goes five minutes for fish, you're like, I could use a little more, but they they hit so many different points in it. But it's but it is still kind of straightforward, as straightforward as a fish song can be. I do a really good job with that song of of leaving you wanting more, like almost every single time. You know, every once in a while they'll jam it out and play it for like 16, 17 minutes, but bag is always a song where you like oh man i wish yeah i wish you just keep keep yeah. doing it yeah yeah but then the blaze on is 27 minutes oh 
And I I didn't notice that when I first was listening. I was just listening. I was like, oh, they're they're going somewhere with this one. And I started. They made up for that five minutes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So when and I'll do that, like, you know, like some of my be my favorite second sets ever, uh, like the 719 show I was bringing up earlier, um, you know, they open with that a tiny Mercury, which is a song they usually jam out. And then a 36 minute Ruby Waves or like at Berkeley this year, they do a tiny little three minute My Soul and then like a 43 minute tweezer, you know, like they, I love that, you know, tiny set one opener, giant jam coming second. They got to do something for the people that are watching the free stream. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. and then, all right, they're out of the way. Now, here we go. <laughs> Just, I always, I always feel so bad for the stream people when you're at that show and you're like, man, <laughs> they kept them my soul and they missed the tweezer. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to catch this one back because it's real good. Yeah. I'll just give yeah. like a few minutes of the, the start of the jam. That's and right. Like, oh, please. They're fading out. <laughs> Oh, it's the best. No, no, they're getting close to the boy of Yemen and they just shut it off. No, you don't have to be that fun. Yep, like, the live stream. That's right. <laughs> so, I I took a few notes on Blaze on as I was listening. Yeah, like it gets weird, and I thought it was really gonna go like super dark super evil like about nine minutes in and they play around with like some weird sounds with the synth and trey's playing his synth pedal and stuff which the only reason i know about the synth pedal is because of ryan storm i would have thought trey was just using some type of black magic or something because right that's Trey. but but then like so they kind of play around with that for like five or six minutes mm -hmm. and then about 15 minutes it like just starts lifting out of this like evilly kind of chaos into like uh, what I wrote was it starts getting blissy yeah and then as soon as it kind of picks up like that in this bliss moment they go into this dark groove funk back with the synth pedal and I'm loving every second of it I wrote down 20 minutes in it's got this light and flowy feeling and then they start building it and it's like this kind of a oh yeah kind of a slow and patient build but it's not like a standard build it's just kind of like it, it it's almost kind of like a waves cresting you know like they're just yeah. getting bigger and a little bigger and they start hitting different peaks and then and then I wrote full out hype peaking and is well deserved <laughs> at like 25 minutes <laughs> that that whole review is perfect because that's exactly what happens and you know that when this show gets brought up a lot people are always like oh the simple is so good and it is the yeah. simple is really good but this blaze on has like a lot of different textures to it um and it doesn't it feels like true improv you know like they're really like moving into different areas and they don't stay in anything too long and they don't you know it, yeah it's really great and like you said the build at the end of this specifically is like um i don't know the, in the in the jam world the build is like that's the thing that we get to see all the time you know and fish does it the best they can like withhold it just perfectly the amount of time or they can you know 
stamp it at, like right when you're expecting. Yeah, it's they're just they're the best at that. It is. It is. The build is always just building that tension so that you get that peak and that full release, and it's you know. But I I felt like on this one, I mean I could probably talk about this for a lot longer, but it's like they know that peak is coming and they're just going to, you know, white light the crowd, the whole thing, but they're waiting. And it's just like, we know you want it. We're going to give it to you. It's just just like whenever you're um, trolling a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Yeah. And it's just like, nope. (laughs) But I want it. But I want it. Yeah. But you're just like, one of those toys that's like, so, yeah they're so in control of the show you know they're so they've been doing it for so long and then they just really don't do things the same way twice it's it it's starting to sound like a peak that you've heard before and then they you know give it a little hard left or it's starting to sound like a evil thing in this way Oop, hard right like you know they jab 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 right hook and just but, yeah what i think is interesting about this second set in particular is 27 minute blaze on. They hit a they hit a Wilson for like a almost a four minute Wilson. Quick. Super quick. And then and then into a simple that goes for 24 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this when I was listening to it, finishing up listening before we recorded, it's like blaze on 27 minutes. They're like, well, we talked about playing Wilson. Let's play it, but let's play it super short so we can get into something else we can jam. So we can just pull the yeah. It's kind of how, <laughs> like, the in, the inner monologue of the band felt to me this morning when I was listening. It's like, okay, but I do want to kind of play Wilson. Everyone loves it. But then let's just hurry and get back into something else we can just have yeah, fun let's with. let's just troll the streamers. <laughs> oh, streamers yeah. are Yeah. And it's like, let's, let's keep the party going, yeah. you know, because the... It, the blaze on is such a party and then they they just roll it right into a simple which i i think is always going to be like one of the bigger crowd reactions you're going to get to a song like that opening riff when they start playing a simple people just get so excited same with a wilson and so they're just trying to like yeah you know think they, bring the house down on the first night that's right i'm like the classic fun like the best songs they sort of make it short on that just to make them get trolled and then like the ones yep. that you expect they just jam out with it just kill it oh yeah you, you're gonna go to the bathroom for this simple well we're gonna play it for 24 minutes so
<laughs> exactly. He just screwed up. Yep. And, and don't come back in here until we're done. Because you may. That's exactly right. Gotta live with this. You're gonna screw it up. And then after simple, they go Harry Hood into I never needed you like this before. Yeah, this the simple is it gets so weird. It gets so um, dark and you get these like Trey starts doing these like falling noises during that. He's just making with his mouth. He's just like, oh. <laughs> background of this and i remember looking over at my you know my brothers and they i mean i was loving it and so i had this like big smile on my face and their faces were like <laughs> they were almost afraid of what was going on on stage and then you know yeah they followed up with harry hood which is is my favorite fish song it I is think. the song that i connect to the most and it is just the the nicest way to come out of that yeah. weird evil vortex uh, of pink floyd uh weirdness they were just in you know at the simple you can feel good yeah. you can feel good it's okay all right <laughs> it's okay the dark black yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like that uh that's sort of how i was like i was gonna be like i was like your brother's because I was, whenever I first heard 2001 at our first show, For sure. though, I felt like, uh, like I was in the space and I still am, but I, I wanted to see <laughs> the aliens and I thought that they would see the lights up in space, that they would come down and like the way that they were playing, it was, yeah. it was the perfect time for them to come down and I was just so scared, but I just wanted to groove along with it. Yeah. Yeah. But they went on that on the 2001. They turn all the lights off and they start doing those little lasers that are seeking out. And you're like, uh oh, <laughs> what are we doing? Yep. Yeah, we don't have to go there. We don't have to go there. Whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Come back with sanity, limb by limb, and say it to me, Santos. Yes. Good in it. I love. Yeah. That. Right before the sanity, Trey Trey comes out and said, "I've been thinking about this one a lot lately," and the whole second set feels like an insane nightmare dream you know type thing where he's like you know in the in the simple there's like this weird like carousel sort of a sound where you're like it feels like a nightmare and so he comes out and he's like you know lost my mind a couple of times <laughs> just so you know it's <laughs> you fell back in the, the black hole of death yeah that's fine yeah yeah i've had a killer show that was it was real fun to listen to. So now yeah. we, have, we have we have a couple more questions that we ask all of our guests. <clears throat> so what would you tell someone who is brand new to fish? Um, I, I would definitely tell them to do the classic thing that so many people have been doing for so long is look up and listen to the music that they cover. Um, you know, like when they when they put a cover out, go listen to go listen to loving cup, you know, from the Rolling Stones or go listen to strawberry letter 23, you know, like th there's really great music out there and they can, they're teaching you about great music throughout their show. Um, and you can also hear some of the things that they do in their jamming within other people's music. Um, I feel like that's like the best way to like get, get into the music. And also the second thing I would say is go to a show. 
obviously, you know, got to get to a show, man. Absolutely. I feel like you can be a fan of the music and a fan of the band, but until you experience it live, it's, it's still that ethereal other thing. Like once you've experienced it, once you've been in the room or the amphitheater or the shed, like it's, it's a whole different thing because then you're there with thousands of other people who are just like you in a lot of ways, you know? And so, yeah, I, I agree. Like you got to get to a fish show. What? Is, yeah, definitely. What is a great studio album for a new fish fan to start with? This is a good one. Cause I don't listen to a lot of the studio albums a lot myself, but I, the story of the ghost, I think is their best oh, wow. studio album. I think it's, some of the best writing. Um, and I, I love the song list on Story of the Ghost. And it's just a lot of classics. It's just like the stuff you gotta know, you know. It's it's definitely <laughs> in my top five of because yeah. we we just finished up listening to all the studio albums. That was our season nice. one. Season two, we're moving to live albums yeah. and interviews. Mm. And so I think uh I wrote down my five somewhere, but yeah, it's definitely in my top five for studio albums. Yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah. What's a great live fish album? So I always, for you said for new fish yeah, fans, brand new fans. Um, I, I always like to start people with the, the Island tour, like just pick any one of those shows. There's four shows to choose from. And, um, but that's also kind of like a lot. You know, that's many hours of music between those four shows. So I'll also send over early, like an earlier cut, which would be like the the St. Louis 93. Um, that's two shows. And, you know, they are ripping at that point, um, playing fast and hard. And so those are cool shows to listen to. Yeah. I'm, you're the first person to ask you to give like live fish shows our other previous guests have been like start with a live one which i think is great oh, yeah i mean I, absolutely i kind of feel like and that's kind of what ryan and, and megan have both both said we're like you got to start there because that's fish giving you a live experience you know of what they feel like at, at that time at least what 95 94 95 of what their live yeah is but yeah i think if you're going to give them a, a show show like Island tour, which is great. And then early 90s, they were playing so fast and so hard. <laughs> it's almost like yeah, band. You know, not, not right. Not that they've slowed down that much, but because they slowed down well before like the 2000s, like even oh, yeah. I mean, they're playing stuff. They're they're playing some songs so fast they can barely sing them. It's like, exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, it's all based off what they're listening to. So like when the you know, 98, they're like really into James Brown. And so like, there's a lot of funk and they're listening to funk rhythms. And so that's obviously going to slow things down a little bit, but like, and they get better, you know, the jams get more detailed and the, you know, there's more layers that get added and they're just as good now as they've ever been really. But like, yeah, 92, 93, 94, they're like, I mean, just like ripping really hard. It, was it then or was it like later 90s where like machine gun tray kind of came out i can't remember if it was early that's 90s. like i consider that early night i consider that like a 94 95 yeah. sort of a you know 
yeah, era for him. Because that that definitely was a a real thing. Oh yeah. Something I was watching and listening to, there was somebody talking about it like, and this is where machine gun tray starts to come out. And he's just like just absolutely destroying the guitar. And it was it was impressive. Just a lot of notes, you know, and I, I, they, they accomplish new and cooler things now where they, you know, leave space and they, you know, open up black holes, like you were saying, Oliver and all that kind of stuff. But, but then was just like fast, you know, just playing super fast and hard and interesting. And yeah, very cool. I think he tried to beat NASCAR. (laughs) He was like, he was like Michael back then you know it's like michael jordan and now he's a little more like uh um he's a little more like magic johnson he can make everybody look good and you know a little more detailed and that kind of stuff i like that well cam thanks so much for being on with us we have really enjoyed it and we've got tons of notes here of shows and recommendations to take with us and before you go please tell everybody where they can find out more about you and connect with you going forward absolutely guys thanks so much for having me on i love talking about fish and so this was a lot of fun and thanks for having me on um i'm on instagram at mr cam um and so you can follow me there and that'll link you to all the podcast stuff that i do too you can uh you know watch best show ever and a lot of conversations just like this one so if you want more of that you can follow best show ever and then i'm at cam hurt on twitter um yeah that's where you can find me. Well, thanks so much. And come surrender to the flow of this. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We'd also love to connect with you on social media. We are everywhere at Fish Fry Pod, all PHs. For even more Fish Fry Podcasts, join our Patreon. For $5 a month, you get extra content, a chance to vote on what shows we can record next, and more. So check it out at patreon.com forward slash fishfrypod. Thanks so much for tuning in and being a part of our podcast journey. And remember to come surrender to the flow of us.